All right, all right. It's time again for another one. It's your wonderful host, Demion, and this is English and Coffee. Today we're recording from Elm Street Park. It's a different location. Had to do things a little different. Recording this morning. Today is Sunday, the 29th. Um, the reason I didn't record last night is because it was too late, meaning it got dark, and you know, with all this quarantine stuff, I mean, you can't really navigate as you normally would, so I didn't want to push it. I said, well, I'll just get up early before my call, go out there and record my podcast. Well, with this, it gave me pretty much open range to go and pick wherever I want, so I picked Elm Street Park, not far from the house. Uh, here they have a uh, stadium where they let the little Greenville Little Leagues play, and sometimes they let the, uh, you know, special needs kids um have baseball games and things, and right across the street we have Drew Steele Center. It's a little gymnasium. It used to be just Elm Street Gym where you could play basketball, you could play pool. They had a change room and things like that, but now it's more centered around kids. But yeah, today I'm over here in this location drinking some home brew today. Um, why didn't I go to Sheets? Why didn't I go to McDonald's? Well, uh, people prepare your coffee, and I'm like, well, if they're talking about all this whole wash your hands and be safe while I'm going to ask somebody else to make my coffee. Doesn't mean I won't get another uh, brewed coffee uh, in the future, but today I just felt, well, maybe I should brew my own just to be on the safe side. So with that, uh, let's get started. All right, all right. So now to get bogged down in all the drama, or is that, 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 that drama now to get bogged down in all that drammy of the day, figure we'll just take a sidestep, step back, and just talk about some simple stuff, some simple vocabulary, uh, things you may have thought about, may have not thought about, things you may already know, things you may not know. But I figure I'll talk a little bit about anatomy, you know, from the waist up, uh, and just talk about some of the things you can do. I mean, it'll give you some verbs to use. It'll tell you just how, or give you an example of how fluid the English language is, how we just go from topic to topic, limb to limb, body part to body part, and how we use these functions. And this, this isn't going to be on some scientific, scientific level, uh, label, ugh. let me get, let me get another sip of this coffee, let me get this coffee kicking first so I can get my sentences together. But, you know, just a basic, um, how we talk about it, it won't be on a deep science, uh, level of discussing just very basic very general which is what you'll hear most times when you're meeting with regular people somebody say my arm hurts my finger hurts it broke my my elbow um you know my stomach you know give me trouble things like that so we're just going to take take a few body parts here um the reason i said from the neck up well not the neck up but the waist up is because the body's just got too many things to discuss in one podcast so We'll try to keep it localized. I may hit everything that's above the waist, and I may not. Uh, but we're just going to talk and see how it goes. So, yeah, let's take a break then, and then we'll just jump right into it. All right, so I'm going to start with the arms. Why am I going to start with the arms? Because we use them for everything. I mean, just imagine how difficult life would be without your arms. Now, things are possible. You'd have to use your legs, which is below the waist, which we'll talk about in another podcast. But... Your arms really do a lot for you. They help with balance. They help you to grab things. They help you to rub things, squeeze things, open things, uh, to hang from objects. You know, if you want to do some pull-ups on the pull-up bar, you need your arms. 
Now, what do the arms consist of? So your arm, basically you have a shoulder, you have your bicep, and you have your forearm, and you have your, your hand. And your hand has fingers. Now, this, like I said, is a very basic discussion. I am not a doctor here, so I'm not going to try to get into the, the lateral bicep or the tricep. And, no, I'm, this isn't a muscle diagram and all that stuff. No, this is just very basic English, but so you can see how we use our limbs. So, let's see. Um, you have your shoulder, you have your bicep, you have your forearm, you have your hand, you have your fingers. Now, your fingers are things that help you grab, to clasp objects, to wrap around. Uh, your fingers have fingernails. Um, let's see what else is going on. Your thumbs. <laughs> like I said, this is very basic, but I'm just going through naming the body parts. Of course, me, I have hair on my arms. So, with that, I guess it keeps me warm to some extent, even though it's pretty sparse. Now, I imagine back in the day with the Neanderthals and things like that, they had uh, more body hair. That's something you tend to see less of nowadays. People just have less and less body hair because it's not needed now. Back then when we lived in those Arctic, you know, temperatures and extreme temperatures, you need more body hair. Some places have less body hair. I guess it depends on where you're at. But let's see, uh, let me just try to give you a simple dialogue um, or example of how we use our arms. So I'm sitting in the car right now, right? And I'm talking with my hands. You know, I've got a lot of gestures going that you can't see. So I'm using my hands to make gestures. Uh, my hands right now are resting on my legs and they might be resting on the gear shift. I know I have my elbow on this center console using my hand to pick up this warm cup of uh, home brew. That's what we'll call it. We'll call it the home brew. I'm not even going to say how it tastes. I'm not going to diss my own coffee. I'm not dissing my own coffee, so I'm saying we're sipping on this home brew. So anybody who's drinking home brew, you know what it is. Sometimes it's a hit. Sometimes it's, it's home brew, right? So take another sip of that but i use my hand to do that use my wrist to raise my hand to my mouth uh, along with my elbow bending at the elbow i mean it's it's crazy i mean you need your limbs for pretty much everything uh, under that of course you have muscles you know muscles that contract and uh you know flex and things like that so you can have the strength and it delivers the uh the signal. <laughs> I should have sat in anatomy just a little longer, five seconds, but I mean, who knows? Like I said, I'm just talking about something completely different than all this chaos in the world. We're trying to have a good time, something informational. So those are the arms, pretty much. Uh, you have an armpit. Uh, make sure you wear deodorant. I mean, a lot of people um, go out there. In some cultures, they don't even have deodorant. But here in America, we use deodorant, and that just keeps us smelling somewhat fresh or somewhat fresher than you would you know without it um you'll know when somebody doesn't have uh deodorant on it it'll smell like a a fruit bat if you know what a fruit bat is it's one of the most foul smelling animals you can come across um you know they go to shake your hand or they lift their arms and it's just this rank smell that just permeates out of their arm you know just emits this odor i mean if if it had color it would probably be green it'll burn your nose off you know when somebody doesn't use deodorant and you'll know when you yourself need deodorant you know especially after a good workout or if you're in a stressful situation and you start to sweat you feel those little pings under your arm yeah put some deodorant on make sure you're um copacet at all times now let's see uh your head uh normally that's the main the main thing people talk about or think about when you Talk about your command base. So if the body was a computer, your head would be the the uh, the processor, the IBM. 
So you have your eyes, you have your mouth, you have your nose, you have your ears, then you have your scalp and all that stuff, you have your hair. So your hair protects your head from the elements, the, uh, the cold or the heat. Uh, you have your ears that you use to hear. You have your um, ear lobes, you know, if you want to get all specific with it. These things help bring the sound into your ear and also help protect your head just from having some open space that bugs could just easily fly in. I mean, you have your little your little ear hole or whatever like that, you know, I mean, you could cover that, put earplugs in it, but I mean, the body, the design of the body is really magnificent. I mean, you know, they say he created, you know, man in his own image, so man, woman, you know, but it's just like, to even conceive of how somebody would create a, a human, like the, the human body, I mean, you're, you're on the next level, you're like past the next level, you're, you're, you're on some old extraterrestrial spiritual like supernatural level of of understanding because shoot it's hard enough to just make a clay person but to sit down and build a human you know like you just had to sit back in amazement and astonishment and just be like wow how is this even possible like how did we work there's no batteries i mean we have a battery you have your heart right but I mean, you can't fix it. I mean, you could repair it, but you can't like just, oh, well, let me get a new one. It's a one and done, you know, a one and done. I mean, our hearts beat, they pump blood through our body. So it's just, just, just going, just going, just going, it's just going, you know, and it's just keeping that blood flowing through your body. You know, blood is our lifeline, so to speak. Blood is our lifeline. It just keeps the blood coming in fresh, just refreshes it. Uh, but back to the uh, back to the brain, back to the body, back to the eyes. The eyes help with vision. The eyes help us see. You know, some people say they have a third eye, so they have this extrasensory perception of the world. You know, you could see, foresee events, or have all this. Uh, what are some of those things? They got telekinesis, and what's that other one? What's that other one that people? Uh, I can't even think of it right now. It, uh, clairvoyance. They think they're a uh, clairvoyant. You know, with the guessing colors and all that stuff like that, and reading people's minds, and it's it's a whole whole bunch of stuff. But um, I mean, not saying some of that stuff doesn't exist, but I mean, people just get crazy. So let's see, uh, we're all over the place. Yeah, that's fine because we're all over the place. The world is all over the place, so I'm all over the place. Uh, let's see, your brain. You use it to think. You use it to motivate others. You use it to control your body, right? Your brain's probably the most powerful thing you have. Because with it, you have thought. And with thoughts, you can have action, right? And then with action, you have consequences, but that's that little circle. So your brain helps you to produce thought, to formulate ideas, to think of things to say, to examine things, to analyze things. I mean, you use all these parts in tandem. So, I mean, you might use your eyes and then you perceive something. Your brain uses the experiences and stuff that it has stored in it to formulate a, a safe assumption now the whole thing is the body's design is safety basically to keep you safe notice it when you put your hand on a hot stove the heat makes you jerk your hand back that response is already built in you didn't have to learn how to do that that was already in there you get stuck by a bug ouch you know you you grab it you scratch it you want relief to go to treat it i mean it's it's a living thing you know so you got to say well why don't people treat their bodies with more respect you know, why don't you treat your bodies with more respect if you know that it's a freaking superior machine, like it's operating on its own engine, you know, with a, a higher um, 
antenna, you know, connecting you to the tower, so to speak, right, without getting all deep in the weeds, you know, you should protect it at every cost. But yet you have people out here doing things that are just putting their body at risk. Now, I'm not saying like a little risk isn't good, you know, a little parasail and a little, maybe a little skydiving, you know, with a parachute, right, skydiving with a parachute, uh, parasailing, swimming you know doing all these things that we enjoy to do for our body but you gotta wonder i mean the true design it was to survive you know it's just like the ultimate machine i mean you have all the tools and everything you need to survive now you have to wonder okay we're getting off topic but it's all good because it's talking about the body now you have to wonder if the body was put here to it was put here to survive, but in this environment, in today's environment, you look around, you got buildings, you got concrete, you got all these man-made objects. When the world originally wasn't like this, it was trees, it was grass, you know, food, animals. It looked nothing like this if you were to go back, you know, to BC back then. I mean, the world looked nothing like this. So you got to wonder if our design is, uh, not saying obsolete. I mean, we're able to succeed but you know we've had to adapt and we adapt with all these man-made things we adapt with the foods we adapt with the clothes we adapt with the protection we adapt with the way we get around uh you know people with knee problems like oh the walking and stuff's hurting me well yeah walking on concrete i don't know if we were made to walk on concrete we're supposed to be walking on dirt you know soft dirt uh you know people talking about um all this pollution and stuff, you know, breathing, back to breathing, you know, you're breathing, you're like, uh, can't breathe with all this smog in the air, the pollution and all this stuff, like, well, it wasn't supposed to be here. So I think the design of the human body and its intention was perfect to begin with, and it is perfect. Uh, but like I said, I mean, who knows what the human body will be like in, in years to come, you know, maybe a thousand years ahead, if the earth even still exists. The body make well. I mean, it's it's made perfect. So I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 weird, you know. Because like I said, if we're made in the image, right? The design's already perfect. There's no flaws. I mean, you look at a bird. Like a bird just landed in front of me. It's sitting here. Picked up a twig. I guess it's making a nest. You know what? You go ahead, bird. I like that. This bird just landed. Picked up this little twig. Not a bug, picked up a twig and flew back. I mean, it found the perfect, I don't know how it did it. I mean, with all these twigs on the ground. Why that twig? That specific twig. Uh, i tell you, man, life is just one of those things. And with the body, you're able to experience that. I'm out here, you know, my physical body, watching uh, birds and stuff through the windows of my car and just taking it all in, trying to just understand what's going on just like everybody else uh let's see another lung function of course a lung function another body function lungs lungs help us breathe we take in air and we let it out right and then you got to open your mouth to do that you know to exhale i mean it's this this is flawless like if there was a patent on this thing you'd be like a quadrillionaire like times over you know you'd have all the money in the world I mean, but then you got people out here trying to clone, but that's a whole nother topic. Let's take a short break. Now, trying to bring things back together. So we started talking about the body, right? English, a little bit of vocabulary. We're talking about the arms, talk about the head, got there to the lungs, didn't even hit the stomach. 
But how do you talk about the body without talking about living and talking about life? And that's where I think we ended up getting on a little segue and just kind of deviating into, into that whole philosophical journey. Just because life is grand. I mean, you can't, you can't have life without the body. Now, for those that have those physical limitations, you know, body issues and things like that, life, the perception of life can change. I mean, fortunately, you know, I'm blessed enough to have both my legs, two feet. You know, my hands, all my fingers, toes, physical abilities. Yes, I have that. But there are those that don't have it. There are those that have lost the ability. You know, they've lost their arm. They've lost use of their hand. They still have their hand, but it might be shriveled up. They might be missing fingers. I mean, they lost limbs. So life, you know, it, it, it the challenge increases. You know, but then now, like I said, with modern medicine, I mean, you have people where they're giving people new limbs, they're giving them new abilities, new tendons, I mean, surgeries and things like that. But then you got to wonder, is this stuff even allowed? You know, like, is this even right? I mean, there's a whole bunch of uh, theories and science behind all that. That's why some people are for medicine and some people are against medicine now. I imagine, you know, with our brain, we have the insight, the intelligence to make tools, right? To make treatments. Therefore, we used it. But sometimes, some of these treatments, some of these medicines we're getting into, I mean, it's like you're really stepping outside of your, your box. You know, you're really stepping outside of your lane. Like, do you even think you should really be trying to do that? Like, um, are you fighting against the design? Like, this person's timer, you know, this person's battery they had going, you know, the heart just do, 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 do. Then all of a sudden this goes, do, 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 Now, is that how it was supposed to go? And then you come in here and then you take that, do, 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 and then you get it to, do, 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 with a machine, you know, a pacemaker. Wow. So it's like, wow, you're resetting their battery. I mean, that's, is that copyright infringement or something? Like, I mean, what, what are we doing here? But you reset somebody's battery. Now, I mean, if my battery was in trouble, yeah, I'd want someone to reset my battery. But it's just like, hmm, you're making some big decisions. You're putting on some big boy pants and really wading in the water. You know what I mean? Like, you're really, really stepping out of the dang, uh, out of your lane. Not saying people have to answer for that later, but it's just like, you got to wonder, like, how much is too much? Like, how far can we go with this? Because if that's the case, if somebody were to find a way to preserve life, like, you know, take some 80-year-old person, they're on a ventilator and all this stuff like this, and then you come up with some medicine or some treatment, and you're like, okay, you give, you, give them another 50 years. Another 50 years. Now, the problem with that is you got all these people walking around that are like 100-something years old. Okay, yeah, they're still alive, but... How 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 much living are they doing at that point? You know, because the world's still growing, the world's still changing. It's just going to make it even more difficult. So, what is it about, really? What is it about, really? Is it about living as long as you can, or living a meaningful life? I mean, do you need a thousand years on the earth to to get the message, to get the point, to to do something meaningful? Um. I guess that's the question, you know, people talk about, uh, you know, babies, you know, unfortunately, sometimes they don't even, um, 
they don't even make it into the world, but where they're here long enough to feel their purpose. Like, everybody doesn't need to be around 70 years old. Everybody doesn't need, here, here need to be 30, you know, or 80 or, you know, 21. Like, maybe at 16, that person has filled their purpose right there. You know, like, that's it. Maybe they were there to show somebody that, you know, life doesn't have to be this way or to help somebody cross the street or to... Uh, you know, build something. I mean, they got kids, you know, in different countries, you know, not many here in the States, but they got kids in different countries, you know, 10 years old, they're designing all these programs. They're, I mean, they're, they're on the next level. There's a reason they're on the next level. And it's not all the kids, it's that kid. It's that kid. And then you look at these prodigies. Oh, they can play any instrument, you know, heavenly music. That's their purpose. Then all of a sudden, they mysteriously die. No, nah, they didn't mysteriously die. Maybe their gift was to share music with the world. And once they put those songs out, that was it. You know, but then you got these people out here, but then you got to wonder, okay, on the other side of the table, you got all these other people out here, these gangsters, these bandits. You know, they're out here, you know, shooting people, re wreaking havoc and doing things like that. And you got to say, well, I'm not saying they're here, to, you know, as like a street sweeper, as a street cleaner, but sometimes when they go and they, let's say, I mean, I'm just saying you could put different shades on it. But you look at people, they're like... Um, Let's say somebody gets shot. They got paralyzed. I hope it doesn't happen to anybody, but let's just say it's happened to somebody. They got paralyzed, right? Now they're in a wheelchair. Well, let's say their life before then was very different. Some people, you know, it's perfect life, this, everything's going good. But let's just say they were also in a life of crime, and now they got shot, and they're paralyzed. Now they changed their life. Now they're working in schools. Now they're helping children. Maybe they went into medicine. You know, maybe they started spending more time at home uh, reading reading books to their nieces and nephews or their grandchildren. Maybe they started, you know, listening to what their, their, their parents said. You know, maybe they were just there to say, okay, well, I need to slow this person down so they can sit there and listen to their parents as they're talking to them. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, so many things happen, so many variables, so many ways you could go with it. But, I mean, life in itself is is just an amazing journey. You know, some people, they say, you know, the journey's too intense and they want to check out and they check themselves out. It's like, okay, well, you can get off the roller coaster, but I'm going to wait till it stops. I'm not just going to go on the freaking top of the top and then jump off the roller coaster. I mean, that would just be senseless. But for some people, they feel that that's the only uh, recourse. So it is what it is, but there's no way you could talk about the human body without talking about life. But somehow they do that in school. They'll sit there and they'll tell you about your arms. They'll tell you about your, your, your lymph nodes and your glands and your sweat and olfactory glands and your senses and all, all these things, but they don't talk about life and how we use these things in everyday, everyday living. So I think that's a big gap, big problem in the system of education. The education system is one of those things that should change with the times and it hasn't. People are still teaching stuff they taught back then. But it, this is a different world. It doesn't work now. Nobody's here in horse and carriages, you know. We're not We're not out here with the freaking um, rubbing two sticks together to make a fire. Unless you just want to live like in the past. You don't have a lighter. You get two sticks. Okay, you know that primitive knowledge. But it's just like on a global scale, nobody is doing that. You know, maybe in the Amazon somewhere, different populations, different groups and stuff like that. But for the most part, that stuff isn't happening. You know, so we need to be talking about today's times. I mean, history of probably, I mean, it should be current history. I mean, you got world history, you got past history, social history, all that stuff like that. But I mean, the history should be 
what's in the last 20 years? That's probably what kids need to be learning. What's happening in the last 20 years? I mean, because Christopher Columbus, is that relevant today? Like, is that is today? Today, 2020, is that even relevant to what we got going on? No. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I mean, what's already been done has been done. You know, what's already been done has been done. So, I mean, yeah, people have the history. So when they're trying to build relationships, I guess for the whole socioeconomics and stuff, you need to know all that stuff. But, I mean, do you really? I mean, does it really make an impact? When you look at the millennials, as they call the millennials, the people with the whole computer age and all that Nobody cares about it. I mean, you look at the traditions and stuff you probably used to do with your granddaddy, your granddad did with his granddad. Nobody's really doing that stuff anymore. People try to keep traditions alive and things like that, but there's new traditions being going. So it's like everything we're doing now is what people are going to be trying to do 50 years from now. Like, oh, I remember when times were simpler when we just had the Internet on computer and it wasn't, you know, streaming from our, our brain or something like that. I mean, who knows? But um, it's either here nor there. I hope this was a little bit of a distraction for you. Maybe gave you some new vocabulary, some concepts to think about, uh, you know, life. I mean, if you were to write a book of life, you sit down and you type life. I mean, you could just write forever. You know, there is, there is no end, you know. So on that note, keep breathing, never stop. See you in the next one.